0: Hello my intuitive friends, welcome to the Dose of Inspiration podcast. I'm your host Renee Novello. You may know me as a mom, a microdose advocate, and a creative. This podcast is all about revealing the magic in the mundane through doses of inspiring guest conversations that take us deeper within ourselves. It's all about the tiny doses of connection and creative expression that can add so much color into our world at times when we feel like we may be stuck or going through the motions. You can expect to hear expanded perspectives and inspiring human stories of transformation, all to support you along your most inspired and creative path. I am so grateful you are here and you have dropped in for your dose of inspiration. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. It's, I guess, what we would call season two of the podcast, and I am very, very excited to be connecting with you today in this space, and I have so many updates. I have so much to share, and... I'm just excited to get into it with you. Thank you for your patience while we took a break. Hopefully you have been savoring a slow, enjoyable summer. I know I am after what was somewhat of a intense spring. I feel like when it shifted to full on summer break, I went into full introvert creative cave mode and it was so needed. Just an incredible reminder that I definitely benefit when I give myself permission to pivot, permission to rest, and to create, and that is what really realigns me. So I wanted to start off with giving you some updates. We'll go into some personal updates and then some more podcast-related updates just bring everybody up to speed with what has been kind of spontaneously popping off for me. I, as I mentioned, have, and you may have seen over on Instagram, I've been in a creative mode and it has felt so, so good. I have had a lot of clarity around embracing Creativity in my life and how important that is for me. And I want to take you back to an appointment that I had with someone that I trust that is an intuitive. And I mean, she's someone that I look up to. Her name is uh, Dara Duvenet. She, I may have spoken about her before on the podcast, but highly recommend checking her out. I had a session with her and I had had a previous session several years ago, actually. She has a life life tools school. She helps people with understanding their astrology, understanding uh, astro uh, cartography, where you live, and how your astrology chart is impacted by where you live. She works with art journaling and. She's just an incredibly fun person to follow and to be around. She's always into something, and she's an incredible communicator. And she and I had a session. And, you know, I've had many sessions of different readings, different intuitives, different astrologers. I'm always kind of interested in what people pick up on. And then sit with that and see what I want to carry forward. And when I had this session with her, there was a lot that came through that just was like lightning in a bottle. I knew in that moment, I had just a knowing that there were some things and some aspects of myself that I have been suppressing, even abandoning since I was little. And so when I had the session with her, a lot of things came to light. And I'm going to share a few of them with you here because maybe it will spark something in you that you're like, oh yeah, maybe I need to go back and revisit this one insight that was shared with me or something that I've been getting in intuitive downloads that I haven't quite given it attention. This is what, this is the way it went down. So she explained to me that by just talking to me, looking at some of the things I was creating on Instagram, my podcast, things like that, that I was very much watering down my natural energetic tendencies and how I present through my astrology chart and some major things in my chart that I have not been leaning into. And one of which was this energy in my fifth house so I'm not an astrologer. This is definitely just off the cuff of my memory. Please, you know, don't take this as uh, an education in any way. But here's the thing. Here's what I know. In my fifth house, which is the house of Leo, I have my son. I have Pluto. And I have, oh gosh, a third planet. Oh, what is it? I'm going to look while we're talking point being that is what is known in astrology as a stellium and when you have more than three or more planets in a house it's a very strong energy for you it's a very strong part of you and the expression of how that comes through is really something to pay attention to so what's also interesting is that all of these planets are in scorpio in the fifth house and i was like okay i'm listening tell me more so this is an interesting energy of the fifth house which is very much into creativity joy expression you know being colorful like bright as the sun right and this also has to do with self-love has to do with love in general That energy in the fifth house is like, wow, like kind of in your face. And I, as she put it, have been very politely watering myself down. I have had muted colors. I've had times where things are just kind of lukewarm in the way that I'm messaging and talking. And she made it very clear to me you need color, you need to do your art. That statement kind of hit me powerfully. Do your art? I'm like, what does that even mean? And we talked about it, and there are things that I am very artistically inclined to, but I have kind of packed away. And under further investigation, a lot of that has to do with the fact that at some point, I decided to keep these parts of myself kind of tucked away and acceptable and pleasing and, you know, all for very good reasons, right? Because when we're growing up and we're children and then we get into socializing with the world, it's like, oh, if you're not, these parts of you are not acceptable or they're not parts of you that people show you love for or for whatever reason, we by human nature, all will kind of, most of us, mute that down or, you know, tuck that away. And there was so much that came through in this session, and it really brought me into focus with some of the things that I have been Questioning and, and dabbling with, and I was just completely impacted by what she shared in that session, and it made me realize that I need to do my art and unapologetically do my art, because not only do I have all this energy in my fifth house, but I also, on the world stage, my midheaven is an Aries. And hello, Aries, spontaneous, in your base, saying the thing, the warrior. She kept telling me I need to think about the movie, you know, Angelina Jolie, Tomb Raider, like that kind of energy, like warrior, like badass kind of energy. Now, that's not necessarily what comes the most natural to me. And some of that has to do with the fact that like my, I think my midheaven is at like literally like zero degrees. So like I am kind of an honorary Aries energy and getting comfortable in that is not something that maybe comes naturally. Although... Hello, my south node is an Aries. So maybe that's not even true, but came away from that with a whole lot to think about. And part of that has sparked the next iteration, the 2.0, or maybe at this point, even if you've been around for a, with me for a long time, the 4.0 version of this podcast. I, I came into wanting to podcast about a year ago I took a course to kind of give me a refresher on some things that could help me with uh, just the nuts and bolts behind the scenes and things like that of of creating a podcast. And part of that at the time, I was like, ah, I think I want to lean into this and I want to lean into that. And I was just not clear in the moment. And so feel good with Renee, like the energy of it felt good at the time. But now as we've grown and as we've shifted and as things have come to light, as they do, I realized. That name is not it. That name is not it. And now we have a new name for the podcast. It is absolutely a more aligned version of what I want this show to be about because it's not necessarily about me. And that feel good with Renee is kind of alluding to the fact that it's about me in a way. Absolutely. I mean, I'll share personal things, I'll share inspiration and musings that I'm coming up with or coming through me this podcast is for you. This is for you to feel a dose of inspiration in your life. A dose of something that is going to help you along your path to break through, to see something that maybe has been hidden, to go deeper, to explore. And that is that Scorpio energy in the fifth house coming in. What is hidden? What is underneath? So we have this beautiful marriage of the bright and the colorful and the creative and the artistic meeting with the deeper levels of transformation the deeper levels of healing i cannot be more excited about it it feels so good i know this is part of what can be scary about getting into something like a podcast or any sort of creative outlet is what if I change my mind? What if this isn't it at the very beginning? We think we're absolutely married to something, and that's so not true. We, at any time, have the ability to pivot. We can give ourselves that permission to just pivot. Who cares? Nobody's paying attention to what you're doing, that everybody's thinking about themselves for the most part. And if it feels better to you, I say, "Go for it. You know. You are on this path. You can do what you need to do in the moment. And everybody is going to be better for it, really, because it's going to feel more aligned and it's going to feel more authentic. So, the name of the podcast has changed. The artwork is going to change or has changed. I'm not sure if it has by the time this is airing. We're getting back into a rhythm of having really inspired conversations with people. And this is going to look like uh, just people who have come through to the other side of some serious, hard things. people who are continuing to show up in their life and to create and to want to put their voice and their their message, their art out into the world. They know the power of that. so you will hear from some of these incredible people who have stories to tell along those lines. Also, we will be talking about insights and education around microdosing. I announced right before I went on this little hiatus that I had received my certification to be a microdose practitioner. Very into this. I've been enjoying deeply this summer, the process of supporting people that are going through an intentional protocol. And in that intentional protocol, one of the most important things is being in a season or even a break of integration. And I think that that's that's also another piece this summer that really came through is I needed time myself to integrate, and that is part of a healthy cycle of working with microdosing psilocybin. So this has been such a powerful period of integration. Sometimes integration, you can feel like, oh, there's nothing happening, or what is this really doing, right? And just encourage you to stay with that integration piece. I created something to share with you that is a creative outlet that is inspired by integration. It is something that is a workbook that you can create in and help you to artistically process. And here's why I feel like that is so important because there's different, I would say, flavors of integrating. There's different flavors of integrating, whether you're working with um, medicine intentionally or you're going through something and you're in a period of growth and you need to take that in and process it. And for a lot of us, we're given messages around meditation, being still, and that is absolutely beneficial, but it's something that can be really hard for a lot of us. Thank you, Layla, snorting in the corner, snoring and snorting. So this is a nod to doing something. You are using your creative and imagination side of your brain to work with what's coming through. And these are not by any means exercises that you have to be some incredible artist to do. These are simple doodles. These are simple things that just help you to clear the space, to wash away the residue. And they're fun. They're really fun. If you've noticed, I've been drawing mushrooms all the time. Everybody in my family is like, oh, mom, you're really, really uh, obsessed with the mushrooms, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, because they're fun. They're fun to draw. There's different colors and shapes and they're simple. I mean, part of what has really come up for me back when Sarah said to me you need to do your art i can't tell you how much i immediately felt a sense of i don't know if it was shame or just like uncertainty like art like and that messaging of not an artist that's an, an artist like someone who puts together you know a professional display of paintings or you know was hired and for their abilities and of course yeah, but we are all creative at our essence. We are all creative. It is literally something we have been doing since we came into this world. We create something out of nothing. And when you are able to tap into that, even in just a playful, non committal, not doing it for anybody but yourself way, there is so much that comes through with that. We can feel stuck sometimes, right? We can feel like we are not getting to a breakthrough. And a lot of that energy can get trapped in our head, in our mind, in trying to figure things out, right? It can also be something where you're not willing to take the first step unless you know the whole path. Well, Creative energy doesn't work like that. Intuitive energy doesn't work like that. And being in alignment with a manifestation doesn't really work like that. We have to be willing to take action in a messy way. And what a better way to do that is to tap into our imagination, our creativity. So whether you are integrating from intentional medicine work or you just need a little bit of a prompt to go through and do some, uh, something that is an in- creatively inspired exercise or, you know, you need to take some action, but you don't know what. I love that this creative outlet and this workbook I created helps to do all of the above. It helps us just get out of our own way and see what wants to come through. I mean, it could be something really simplistic, and it could still be very powerful. I think that's one thing I definitely want to leave you with other things going on. I, um, yeah, I, I think that this break in this summer has allowed me to get such a valuable perspective on where I really want to put my energy, where I want to go from here. I, at times in the past, have really felt like, oh, I want this super structured business. I want all the you know um, processes and all the seamless behind the scenes connection pieces going and this should just be a well-oiled machine and I've realized my gifts are actually much more fluid much more artistic I'm not necessarily meant to be hardcore structured in my day-to-day life and having that piece come in and to remind me oh yeah wait a minute I can support Transformation. I get to move through this life and support with sparking creativity and helping people to tap back into themselves. That is what feels super rewarding. So, we have made some shifts around here. We have, you know, dropped into uh, what that looks like on a tangible everyday basis is taking time to create. And the more I do it, the more I love it, the more that it keeps calling me back. And it also helps me to make space. It washes away the residue of what is stuck and not wanting, you know, maybe I can't, I can't figure out in my mind. It's helping me to come back into my body. It's helping me to connect in that doing something with your hands. It doesn't have to be drawing. It doesn't have to be what I'm doing for sure. Having some sort of creative white space in your day to just explore, see what wants to come through. Literally, it could be something in your environment that is calling you to do your art, to do your art. And I think it's so interesting that that can show up so many different ways, really honoring that creative urge and how that allows us to take action. And to get clarity. And this is an interesting thing I learned about recently. Companies, we're talking major prolific companies like Nike and Google, and companies you would think about when it comes to creativity, they allow time for their employees to have white space, to have playtime, to have a chance to. Take to come to, you know, the office or to some sort of, you know, space to just be creative without the expectation of their normal everyday responsibilities. When they do that, that's when people really get the big ideas. It's the way it works. We cannot chase after and chokehold our creativity. Our creativity needs space to flow. And And if we are chasing after it, after the answer, after the big uh, revelation or the big manifestation, that in of itself, that chasing is an energy of lack. And when we elevate to these higher states of feeling good and being creative, that's when we get to play in the energy of abundance. So interesting side note there, huh? I was like, that makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. I think every um, company should definitely consider that. So today was really just a drop-in. Everything on a personal front is feeling pretty good. Feeling like I'm excited to get back to a bit of routine-ish. Although I have really enjoyed sleeping in a bit, taking space, haven't overscheduled this summer. At the beginning of the summer, my son, who is doing fantastic from his surgery, was he's still going to PT, but man, you know, we really just decided we were gonna not over schedule. We decided to, yeah, even for me personally, I can even in um, you know, taking up appointments, I can be literally in my car just going and doing way too much in this heat. Not so much for my constitution. I don't necessarily love being out in the heat. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to make a little uh, summer hibernation in the creative cave happen. And coming out the other side, I feel really good. I'm getting ready to deliver some inspiration to you all. And that just feels so good to be able to come back into Feeling uh, that fresh energy and fresh um, motivation, allowing for flexibility in your life and to flow is where it is at. We you know using that creativity can really get us out of our own way and allow us to have a breakthrough. So, this podcast is going to continue and it's going to be here to support your transformation beyond the mundane, beyond the areas of life that feel sticky. And to remind you of your creative magic to deliver on connection and to have stories that inspire us from real, really sometimes raw stories that are coming forward in this season from interesting people. I'm so grateful that you are here and that we're connecting in this way. I appreciate the support for the show. I appreciate you listening in. And if there's any topics, or guests or yourself that want to come on and connect with me. I would love that so much. So until next time, I am sending you a big hug and hope that you are finding a dose of inspiration in your everyday. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post on social media, or leave a rating and review. It would mean the world to me. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me over on Instagram at feelgoodwithrenee. Thanks again, and I will see you next time.